0: Pereira The support from Lovridge now. Samarjic has a chance. Oh, that's beautiful! The first shot on target in the second minute of play. Samarjic with an exquisite finish. Lucky Samarjic, Limandin, come mi gusta. Quando Lucky Samarjic. Hello and welcome back to Say our Spotlight Season Two, Episode
1: Thirty Five. We your host Jake and Mint. There we go. <laughs> I actually struggled a bit there. You did. You got, you got me off target. I d- usually, you do. You you have a little bit of a. A solo yeah. intro And you, you just threw me into the lines But this is your fifth episode now
0: In a row It's true so it's,
1: it's, it's the last one in a row It's the last For one a while now, Yes,
0: because Matt will be back on Thursday, guys Um Holy But smokes. we plan to keep MintoF around, you know Why not? You've yeah. done well Have I? Yes, you're the Rade Krunich of this podcast, no? I think that's a very big compliment Coming from it's somebody who loves Kroenich Bro, honestly Kroenich plugs all the holes in your ass. There we go.
1: Thank
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. Yes, Kronin, um gives Milan a different dimension. No, kind of like he gives them that physicality. That He's extra. there to help them against small clubs. I feel like he, not only, dude. I mean, in the against Spurs and Napoli, he was a massive, massive factor as to why Milan actually found success. Maybe, in maybe those more games.
1: against Spurs than Napoli, perhaps. I think. I think in Napoli, at least the first game, it was all Benasir. Mm. Fair enough yes the, but the second game it was all Calabria well not all yeah. but a lot of a, a lot of it came down in the second game to to Milan's defense yeah
0: but I feel like containing lobotka was practically a three-man job I wouldn't say it, he was contained so well. yeah fair enough fair that's enough. why yeah. <laughs> but okay. yes bro um his industry is second to none and the same can be said about you thank you for stepping in thank you for being consistent thank you for prepping and coming with your little spreadsheets and your your popcorn and your wine We are drinking Torre What is it? Torre Rosé Rosé Yes, Rosé for me isn't really uh, I think a I, I I drink I would usually go for No But, but it's decent, you know I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this You are?
1: Yeah, man that, 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 That's all that counts, man
0: Yeah, so here we are Good vibes, good energy Our goal of the week was Samard sliced shot With the outstep um, Against Then Who was it? Who was it?
1: Cremonese. Cremonese
0: yes, thank you Where they scored three goals In the first half And just lollygagged Their way to victory In the second half What a goal that was That was the outstep It was goal. a lovely, lovely amazing, goal Amazing, I amazingly mean, um, placed And he didn't have much time To think about no. it or To tee himself up It was purely instinct. I was about to say It was pure instinct yeah. It was there we go. Oh, We're becoming one We are um, Honorable mentions Dominguez With the chip Kulibali With the long range effort Leao yeah. dribbling everyone Lukaku Whoa there we go There um, we go, my boy's back There we go He scored a brace this game He sure did And All then right. teed up the last goal And then teed up the last goal um, A fantastic display by him And the, his second goal was It gave us shades of Old Lukaku Old Lukaku, exactly Lukaku on the contact, basically Yeah um, And I guess <laughs> Illich also deserves a shout-out Because his goal was from long range Despite Provadel being ass on that goal That tracky. was quite bad, yeah. It was quite bad, yes um our bet this week, bro, um as we discussed in the last episode, it was your turn to work straight to orchestrate this bet. So I texted you on Saturday but got absolutely no reply. I was ghosted. Hold the phone.
1: Hold the Before phone. Before we get there. Jake has a habit of asking me for bets. Firstly at terrible times when I'm just out doing things on a Saturday, as mm. people do. And secondly. You do them, like, right before the game, the game happens. <laughs> yeah. So what, what I remember. <laughs> so what do you expect me to do in five minutes?
0: Yeah, um, I open up Instagram <laughs> and I find DMs. I, like, this weekend it happened. I found a DM from, from one of our listeners. He was like, "Bet this week? I'm like, oh, shit. It's like already half the games have almost been played already. I'm like, we have to find something to, to put. And I decided to put a drinks bet this time. I apologize. I wanted the top four race to be interesting. So where you've... Uh, Loss would have been great So I put um, a Juve win or draw And you know Juve win or draw Jake puts Juve win or draw Juve lose You know And that's just the that's the, the way the go. world works At the moment nowadays I see. I see. Yeah our, our bets are actually cursed It's a whole thing You can ask Our listeners know Definitely The cr- craziest things happen bro When we bet But anyway if you want to keep up with our um, bets, remember to like, follow say a Spotlight At say a Spotlight on TikTok, Instagram, um, Twitter, YouTube, wherever you get Anything, so bro, let's get
1: into the action The first game is yours, my brother It's all me Yes All eyes on me <clears throat> For this game, we have Juve against Napoli With Napoli being hosted by Juve at the Allianz Stadium the world of the few I actually know the name of. <laughs> um, but Napoli, in the end, ended up with the victory. Um, coming into this game, as always, I'll give you the latest form of both clubs with Napoli coming in with one win, two draws, and two losses, and Juve coming in with the same form with one win, two draws, and two losses as well. Um, actually, this is a very, in terms of head to heads this is a very um, even encounter with Napoli winning four times, losing four times to Juve, and drawing twice. So, pretty darn equal there Um, as for the changes to the squad there were a couple actually in this in this game week we see that Rugani replaced the injured Bremer in defense we have Sule coming in for Fagioli who was still crying and we have Lozano coming in for Politano um, in Napoli's team who was also injured Oliveira for the injured Mario Rui and Juan Jesus replacing Rahmani who was not injured, but fatigued for sure after the defeat to Milan in the Champions League. Um, a few points uh, to, to mention, of course, was that coming into this game, we can definitely say that Juve were uh, psychologically ahead.
0: They mm-hmm. had just
1: received their points back. They had just qualified for the semi-finals of the Europa League, and they were facing us, a, a team who had just been dicked for the third time by Milan. They got, they crashed out of the Champions League. And um, they fielded a very strong side as well. So yeah, Jake can keep dabbing in the background, but yeah, yeah Napoli fielded a very strong side. So their ammunition was kind of low uh, and they had to bring in the same team to to make sure that they don't lose this huge lead in the league that they have at the moment. So, so definitely fatigue and psychological, psychology was against Napoli in this game.
0: What do you think, Jake? Um, definitely, bro. Um, I feel like coming into this game, we had a team that was on the up, morale, as you said. Like Getting those 15 points back was a massive boost for Juve. Yeah. Suddenly, they're in the running for Champions League, right? Yeah. They're doing very well. They're one of the best teams in the league, points-wise now. Yeah. Um, Napoli, on the other hand, no. Uh, they probably... Held themselves to a higher regard Than their performance against Milan in the Champions League suggested Right, I'm pretty sure they thought that they could Get it done, I'm pretty sure they thought this was The year many pundits were punditing And saying that they could go all the way In the tournament there were talks of the the Double, you know, getting Champions League And um, winning the league at the same time But there is something I would like to say Um, I found this on Twitter Um, If you just give me a second To pull it up Yes, so The big three in Italy, so Milan, Inter, Juventus, have won the league title over 60% of the time in Syria. Wow. Then you have the likes of Genoa, Torino, Bologna, and Pro Vercelli, who won it 25% of the time. And that leaves very fine margins, where where teams like Roma, Napoli have gone and done it. Lazio, yeah. So it's actually a massive, massive, massive... Massive achievement for Napoli to to win the league. The last time Napoli actually won the league, they partied for months afterwards. You for know, months? for months. Honestly, honestly, there were celebrations for months. And you'd go after there were there were fucking celebrations for ages after the Napolitans went mad. And trip this to Naples, yeah. Trip to Naples would be nice. Um, <laughs> this is a historic moment for them, and it, it feels is. like this Champions League thing has dampened. That put the party a bit. Yeah, it, it's, it's put the party out a bit. But yeah. it shouldn't do that because at the end of it is a historic league title. They should for still them. be very happy and proud. And they've done it in a remarkable fashion, right? Yes. Blowing people out the water. Blowing are, teams out the water.
1: Um, one other thing I'd like to mention is that um, what I noticed from the Suva team is they still fielded a very strong side in this game. Many starters. Yeah. And my question to you is with Juve getting their points back and now being relatively comfortable in inverted commas to get the Champions League spot. Again, it's not entirely confirmed, but there's a good chance they keep the Champions League spot to, in, in the position there in, their third place, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> I just need to see the points in points. Thank you, thank you. Um, anyways, uh, my, my point being that with a super important game in the Coppa, do you think that Juve don't care about that fixture and rather have a solidifier place in the... Um, in the league, because I feel like I feel like the Coppa Italia could be, you know, a nice silverware to add to a, a very dark season. For, for sure, yes, so definitely. I, I found it a bit strange that they didn't they didn't substitute a few more players. Look,
0: so so they're granted the Coppa Italia. People look at it as a as a kind of this this trophy that if you don't win it, not a big deal. If you win it, not a big deal, right? Inter, it's, Inter look like they want yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Bro, teams in Italy want the Coppa Italia The Coppa Italia is a a trophy that As a big team you're expected to do well in it Especially the way it's laid out You you basically start off in the quarterfinal As a big team in, in the Coppa Italia, right? So you're expected to go all the way There's a certain amount of success that's expected When talking about the Coppa Italia Now, Juve Their entire situation Financially Recovering from the whole Ronaldo And the Covid thing You know The, the amount of scrutiny Going on around them You know Right now um, They need Champions League qualification They need the money They need the structure They need to keep it going They need the continuity So Coppa Italia so is, is Coppa is B tier here Coppa Italia I wouldn't even say B tier But it's not the sole priority I think when, when you look at the league table Right now You see Milan Roma And Inter and even Atalanta to a certain extent, who beat Lazio. Like they're still fighting for that fourth spot. That fourth spot, that the top four is, is in oh, it's hot property right now. Yeah. And you've occupied, granted, they have fifty nine points, but you look at Milan and Roma, they're on fifty-six. This isn't a given. No. You can't go against up against Napoli, the best team in the league, while resting ten players, you know. And and they actually played very well considering they rested the likes of Vlaovic, Chiesa, he was, he was Di semi Yes, yes, yes And even, even Vlaovic, right? He, I think he's out for the next one as well Vlaovic. He might be I mean, he came on But mm-hmm. he, he didn't look... Um, but to, to go into this game With a centre-back pairing Of Rugani and Gatti And almost win it Yeah Because towards the end yeah, listen, There were moments I'm Two say, moments where Gatti
1: is now a pure starter And he has I think began, yes. began to prove my point Why I chose him No, honestly He's, so, been, he's been super honest. All you hate is Can go fuck yourselves <laughs> um, But anyways Um... Yeah, fair enough. That's a good point. It's a good point. Have we done the lineups? We haven't. I'm just gonna get back into them okay, right okay, now. Cool. So we can <clears throat> go over the lineups as Jake just tried to steal the action from me. <laughs> um, with uh, Juventus having um, come into this game with a three-five-two, in goal, and we have Danilo Rogani and Gatti as defenders, Kostic, Rabiot, Locatelli, Sule, and Quadrado in midfield, with Meretti and Milik up front. On the opposing end, we have Osimen, Lozano and Kvarskelia in attack. We have Ndombele, Lubotka, and Angissa in midfield. Dele Lenso, Kim, Juan Jesus and Oliveira in the, as defenders with and in goal. Um, the, the game was very tight. It was very end-to-end. But um, as chances go, there weren't so many to point out to. Um, actually, the first one of... Of real note which came super close to a goal Was in the 70th minute When Elmas had the ball on the right wing He had some superb footwork Dribbled past Rabiot And cut inside Elmas then played a, a neat one to Di Lorenzo Opening a pass for Ossiman Who just shot And just hit the post after a deflection yeah. And uh, it was very close to a... Um, for the first goal of the game Minutes later this, in, the same, in the same action just, just minutes later In a corner Ossaman came close to, to Scoring from the corner But he headed the ball Right into Chesney um, 10 minutes later There was a controversial VAR decision Which stopped Di Maria From scoring a great solo effort After a foul In favour of Napoli Was given When Lobotka was tackled By Juve Before the counter-attack Began Right corner my opinion there Good refereeing uh, and then in the 91st minute, where the game was still up for grabs and still both teams were fighting tooth and nail for this victory. Damn, I sound cool. Uh, another, another, <laughs> another goal for Juve was ruled out after Vlahovic stepped in a shot when Chiesa, who managed to dribble past his player, went by the byline, but the ball had just gone out before he passed the ball to his compatriot Vlahovic, and the goal was not given. Minutes later, 1-0, 93rd minute, Elmas managed to um, play a lovely ball into the box. It passed everyone. Mr Giacomo Raspadori was unmarked. He timed his effort and he sprited a shot. I don't think sprited is a word, but I'm gonna go for it. Let's go. For into it. into goal. Between his legs and he scored to give the Napolitan side. A 17-point lead at the top of Syria. What? Ah, what a goal! Lovely that goal. That connection Fuck was amazing. Me. Fuck me to score a goal like that in the 93rd
0: minute. Especially when after you're all, the all the
1: hate has been given. Well, not hate. When but you're could, the could could
0: say a spotlight Napoli
1: flop of the season. You are, um, and then you know he just basically told us to. Shh. Exactly. Sh- be quiet, lads. Exactly. Be fucking and, quiet. And I, I play for Napoli. You play in Malta, playing with your willies. Exactly. There we go. Um. Um, <laughs>
0: the 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 thing with um, Raspadori that I enjoy was a goal. After you know, you know he has been criticized. Russ he had Ballard. the bad season, let's be and honest. it's nice to see that he scores the winner and his his celebration is so passionate. pure and passionate. I mean, and and it's, there's it's no, there's goal. none of that sh or like you know. It's sorry. full of passion because yeah. you know he faced him. and I mean that's um, it. He had the whole city. That was a goal for. And then you can see after the game. You saw the video with the mopeds behind the team bus. Sure, sure, sure. It was crazy, man. Oh my god! Like three people on one bike, tower, like behind the bus. It was mad. Oh, these guys are crazy, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. This basically confirms they won the league. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, and uh, I was, I was convinced you were going to get something by the end of it. And I, 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 I had said to myself, they've yeah. done it like twice before this. No, that I Di mean, Maria <laughs> goal felt, felt like it was going to yeah, stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, it was, it was very close. It was a very close game, a very, very nice game to watch. Probably the. Best game of the weekend um, mm-hmm. in terms of entertainment. Even though there weren't that many chances, like I said, until, until the seventeenth minute. But the game was so end to end. It was so intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was lovely to watch. Um, weird week. Weird week for you. Then you lose Tenopoly in the league, but you've got your points back. You've 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 got you've gone through the thick of it in the um, uh, Euro- Europa League qualifications. You might have a huge chance to get Champions League back, but you've lost to Napoli So it's a bit it's a bit weird, eh? I mean I th- oh, overall, enough, overall all it's still positive.
0: It is positive because of the performance as well. Yes. They they showed up again with Rugani in the starting eleven. You look at Rugani against yeah, Victor Osiman. Huh? He had a really good yeah, game. He looks good. mature. Yeah. Um, Allegri can do that. Can. With players who are who who were promising youth products that never quite lived up to it and now they're at a certain age where like De Shilio. Oh yeah. The De Shilios, Rugani, yes, He makes so, so. them look like solid players, yeah. you know. Yeah, um, for me, this this was uh, a, a good game by Juve And I don't think Allegri would be too upset with no. his players It's misfortune, right? That their goals didn't stand I feel like they contained well um, yeah. They had Gvaratskelia pretty much on
1: lockdown Ozyman, Ozyman on as on well Oziman
0: on lockdown, bro Elmas Ozyman. was
1: the only one where yeah. I don't think they dealt with him too well He was quite dangerous the whole game, yeah. actually yeah. Um, In my opinion, he was man of the match, if you ask me Yeah. Um, also and rather my, my last point about this game before we can move on to yours. you um, are still struggling strikers-wise. They're still oh, lacking, that's, that's they're still lacking this pass. But this, that's the this
0: disconnect between the, the midfield no, and, and the defense and the
1: have. A, I have a theory. I mean, maybe now actually, due to the point you just mentioned, this midfield disconnect, was Pogba meant to be the solution? Of course,
0: yes, 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 yes You look at Miretti; he wasn't meant to be a starter in this team Yeah, for sure You look at Fajoli as well, wasn't even meant to be a starter in this team And he's played way too many games as a starter Considering um, the players they have I think Paredes Pogba. and Pogba had a certain amount of expectations to them And Pogba, of course, has been injured And Paredes hasn't been up to standard
1: I still think... Um, I th- I still think that that's kind of risky business when you bring in two players in a role which is extremely important and you don't have a backup plan almost. You yeah. know? I mean but think about it. If you have if if you're playing this four four one
0: one and you've got a fully fit squad as this Juve I don't know if you remember, bro, um in our in the episode we recorded with Santi I had predicted Juve to win the league because of their signings, remember that? Yeah, I do. Um it's and and it is a good team on paper with everyone fit. Because think about it. Imagine you have Rabiot I, I predict, and Pogba. I predicted
1: predict didn't I? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, <laughs> so, you have Rabio and Pogba as the midfield double pivot in a fully fit team. You have Di Maria playing behind Vlaovic and then on the wings you've got Kostic and Quadrado. I mean, it's a
1: good team. It's yeah, a sure, good team. I, I feel yeah. like in it's the, in theory. No, it is. It is. I mean, like like we said many times, you know. We and there be, is
0: creative on theory, paper.
1: Isn't? It's the, it's it's the second best team in Italy. Mm-hmm. After we've seen how Napoli have mm-hmm. played. So fair enough, I get that. I, I just still feel like bringing in Pogba, who has had such a weird situation at United, to come in and be the playmaker, <sighs> doesn't sit too well. But with is it, it the it, playmaker? Because they brought in Di Maria as well, he's a playmaker. No, Di Maria was meant to be, Di Maria is playing where he's meant to be playing. Impact sub. Up, up front, either an impact sub, or playing up front and being a finisher. Mm. Oh, true, but uh, I don't know. I feel like a lot. No, of No, play- pragba was brought in to be a deep line playmaker, yeah, man. Yeah, fair to enough, be to fair be the enough. guy to give Vlahovic those balls it's the way true. he was being given balls at 13. Ping, like, Pinging long ones behind yes, the defense for him to chase. Because you self, know so that yes, Pogba for for all his words, for all his bullshit, and I I do have a real issue with the player. But anyways. <laughs> He is a great delivery of a ball
0: Yes yes I'll yes, say yes, that to
1: him yes, yes. But fuck me I hate the guy But anyways
0: um, uh, Is yeah. it a personality thing? Is it It's a personality
1: individual? thing and I, and I I just really dislike players Who do this I am injured Absolute horseshit. Just not to play and leave a club man I'd rather they just say I'm not going to play football
0: So you think he faked an injury To Absolutely. leave United? This is, this
1: is the same thing as Arnautovic dude It's no way Have you seen the way Arnautovic looks dude? Um, Have you seen his body He looks like a fucking Mercedes truck You're gonna tell me This guy can't be fit, match fit Lukaku If you tell me that Lukaku Who still didn't look Totally fit I, I tell yeah. you I'll give you the benefit of the doubt So you think Arnautovic Is also fit I, st- I, st- I think that Probably t- to decrease The bad press He's been linked to Milan Arnautovic Sure dude I mean I, 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 I can guarantee you I'll fucking I'll bet 10 euros with you right now He comes to Milan He'll barely be injured mm. Or he'll be fit from, the, from
0: day one, dude. And this is taking into consideration the Milan curse with Injuries, huh? Uh, th- interesting,
1: that's, interesting, my, that's my interesting theory. theory. I it's mean, my
0: theory. I can be totally wrong. You can, of course, but, but I, how, I wonder how it works with um, with these professional footballing entities. If you're faking an injury, don't you have medics and people to look into it and there, say there's
1: definitely something? I'm not telling you he's totally fit, I and mean, he's he's going to get A sick note from the doctor. <laughs> but there's definitely i think like uh, i feel like sometimes the press just like the way the clubs handle it is like you know it's like news dude mm. like sometimes they say he's injured but in reality like there's, there's a fallout which they don't want to speak about uh, you know uh, and and to save to save everyone from, the, save from face, the drama yeah, yeah. you know because at the end of the day i still think that there's
0: there, there was a rumor Of this back in the day I'll, I'll never forget it Because um, I was so young And impressionable Remember Stefan El No. There was a rumor That his his injuries Were a cover up For a cocaine addiction <laughs> Same rumors Resurfaced with Mike Manian recently You never know dude The had a cocaine addiction You never know dude You
1: never know uh, But anywho yeah. What we do now Is that Napoli are first Oh what and a a transition. 78 Wow, dude Dude, wow. Matt, so, watch out, dude Someone get this guy A dj game. Like, <laughs> what a fucking transition <laughs> Napoli first with 78 points And Juve are still in third With 59 points
0: um, I think I want to address Before I move away from Juventus Is um, there are whispers right now in Italy Of um, Juve actually being excluded From a European... Tournament next season, um, and also perhaps even there are whispers of them being relegated. Um, this is because of the whole tax fraud thing that we discussed sure. last episode in the beginning. Um, yeah, so these whisper, these rumors are still are still around. Um, this is way more serious than the capital this gains one, this case. This one is bad because the capital gains case, the inflating prices. That's you know again. There's a subjectivity exactly. You know, while while in this situation it's actually a criminal offense. So it's fraud. Yeah, it's fraud. It is. It is is clear fraud. And uh, and yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with Juventus. Um, It's just a roller coaster for their fans right now. I feel so bad for them. You know, it's just like like, should I be happy? Should I be? We got our points back. Should I I be happy? I don't
1: think you should be happy to see to see a team having to deal with such bullshit at the end of the day we we, we poorly wrong we, right. we like football we like we, we 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 tune in we, look for, we follow the news we watch all this stuff because we want entertainment from a very sometimes a rather mundane life so yes. we need something to, to keep us upbeat and you know to keep this depress- it's depressing it it's low-key depressing to, to keep reading all this shit it's just like you know, it's anxiety-inducing. You
0: know, it's like oh, what this
1: d- might d- happen, d- and d- there's a d-
0: trial, and you're gonna feel. You know, like, and it's why? like why? <laughs> like,
1: I want to fucking relax. Yeah, and I don't relax when I watch United. Like, like I watch United on the fucking weekend. <sighs> you're gonna give me PTSD. Like, why can't? Why can't it be as simple as
0: ah? This team played better football for the yeah. majority of the season, therefore they're in the top four. Why does yeah. it have to be this off the field bullshit? Fucking so we, we
1: we need dra- we just we just thrive on dramas, people. Yeah, yeah. We just and, need and it. Greed, bro, you and greed I mean. as well. Opportunities yes. come up. Opportunism, yeah. opportunism, opportunism. I think I'm fucking up this word, but anyway. Opportunityism. <laughs> okay, moving on. So the I, next game I like how he tried three times And it's <laughs> the, same, <laughs> the same exact way It's
0: okay bro We're drinking Lazio nil Torino 1 Oh Baby a triple Crazy Crazy After a run of three defeats in a row Torino drew four Serie A matches in a row Against Lazio And as the history of these two sides um, Three victories for Lazio in a row Followed up by four draws um, So Lazio clearly had the upper hand historically In this tie Torino are one of the two teams with Udinese Against which Lazio have never won in Serie A under Sarri Since 2021-2022 Among the sides present in the last two top flight seasons okay. So Sarri basically has beaten everyone Except for Udinese and Torino Since he's taken over Lazio Only, yep. Torino had won only one of their last 18 away league games With 10 draws and 7 losses against Lazio um, the last one came 3-1 on 11 December 2017 Thanks to goals from Now How is this for a throwback bro? Goals by Alejandro Berengue Remember that guy? I used to
1: like him
0: Tomas Rincon With Torino back in the day And Simone Edera Oh my guy? god that, These that's... guys are all
1: fucking Oh man this is a while ago already yeah. Huh? Brother, here is a hot stat about
0: how good Lazio have been this season They have kept 18 clean sheets in Serie A this season Conceding only 20 goals In both cases, only Barcelona have done better better in the top 5 European leagues this season Holy shit Um, With 22 um, clean sheets and 9 goals conceded I'd love to see the
1: stats in Europe though, Lazio
0: (laughs) They would be awful, bro they would actually be off they would maurizio sarri is so close to 150 victories as a manager in serie a He's won 149 of his 258 matches so far and could become the fastest coach to reach this milestone considering the last 40 top flight seasons. So respect to Sarri, we'll give him his flowers over here. Now, this game in particular, let's start with the formation. Lazio's formation, we're talking Maurizio Sarri, we're talking 4-3-3. It's Provadel in goal, he sigh out as the left-back, Marusic as the right-back with Romagnoli and Patrick as a centre-back partnership The midfield trident Consisted of Luis Alberto Vecino And Sergei Milinkovic Savage While out on the left wing Bad Zakani And out on the right wing Pedro With Philippe Anderson As that false nine Kind of um, you know, off-the-shoulder striker The utility striker that he has been playing in Immobile's absence um, I also forgot to mention that this is the Milinkovic-Savage Derby, guys Where two brothers, Sergey and Vanya face off against each other There was a lovely moment where they had a free kick Where Sergei teed it up Shot for the top corner And Vanya being six foot eight, whatever the fuck he is Just caught it, no problem And looked at his brother and just smiled And like it was like, bro, you're not going to beat me now, are you? <laughs> <laughs> so for Torino it was the 3-4-2-1 formation of Ivan Juric Vanya Milinkovic, Savic in goal With Gigi, Schurz and Bongiorno at the back Singo was out on the right wing With Ricardo Rodriguez on the left wing And the centre the center midfield duo of Linetti and Illich Radonjic and Vlasic played off the shoulders of Sanabria Now the goal came in the 43rd th- minute When Ivan Illich Um, Who they have just acquired from Hellas Verona Decided to shoot from way out And completely bamboozled Provedel It was a great goal But poor goalkeeping from a goalkeeper Who has
1: been pretty much flawless this season, bro I mean, listen I mean All I'll say is that the ball Takes a bit of a weird angle and bounce Right before it goes in So I feel like he did... Didn't do great on the He had a clear view Of it the whole he way He did But I, it, it was just, it was Such a low ball You know con- Consistently Throughout throughout his trage- trajectory So mm. it, I feel like It was a bit of an awkward One to save mm, yes. But he did mistime it So um, yes. I mean it wasn't great But you know Everyone's, everyone's Due a mistake
0: Yeah Fair enough And um, one mistake for him When you look at the, His his compatriots His fucking teammates they, They've certainly done worse Yeah um, The best opportunity For Lazio To get an equaliser Came in the 91st minute When Luis Alberto Smacked it from a distance And Sauvage momentarily Spilled the ball In front of him but Immobile could not react in time To get onto the ball and tap it in um, It was had a, bit, had a, had a
1: bit of a howler of a game If, I, if you ask me it,
0: Yes and, and in fact this
1: He looked a bit pissed off as well
0: This Lazio
1: team were Shook
0: By this fucking Torino team to be honest Yes the Torino were organised They were solid they, were, they defended as a collective And, and they, they suffered for each other
1: Honestly dude Lazio if you ask me didn't have one clear opportunity or game. Yes, I would Honestly, agree with you. Honestly, the Lewis-Alberta shots weren't even that threatening for um, for, for Mil- Savage. The, the best fucking opportunity came in the 91st minute when and Vanya didn't catch the ball even, immediately. Even that, <laughs> even that was, wasn't yeah, so great. not beca- even Because an opportunity. the Torino defenders absolutely suffocated Immobile. Yeah, he yeah, had yeah. no... He wasn't going to get to that ball.
0: No yeah. chance, dude. So it's Gigi Shores and Bongiorno were amazing. Vanya has this amazing ability to control the players in front of him and to to manage the defense and his area very very well he's a commanding figure there's a much that's going to beat a guy who's 6 foot 8 6 no, foot 7 he's a, he's a fantastic really. goalkeeper yeah uh, and these are the games where lazio do miss a prolific goal scorer
1: they sure bloody do man huh? Yeah,
0: and, and I feel like Vecino really struggled this game as well. I feel like he, he was out of sorts. There. Yes, out yes. Of so, I,
1: mean, I think there are reasons why Inter um, have let him go.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. It's safe to say that Ivan Juric knows what he's working with, he knows the strengths of his squad. <coughs> as he only made two substitutions this game, he beat Maurizio Sarri at his own game of <laughs> not making many substitutions over here. Um, he brought on Just Karamok And Gravillon, And clearly That is what he Wanted And it worked Yes Solid unit Torino are a solid unit And um, they really Demonstrated it And they tend to show up In big games Torino don't they A bit like Sosuolo A bit like Sosuolo Yes um, Yeah so we'll see Very exciting times For Torino As we discussed recently yeah. uh, their, their coaches Are a very Promising manager And they're They're, they're Buying young players As well So we'll see what happens with them? Torino are currently in 11th with 42 points, while Lazio still sit in
1: 2nd with 61 points. Mintoff. Yes, sir. I believe the next game is Atalanta versus Roma. And you would not have bet on Atalanta winning this game, but oh boy, did they show up, winning 3 1 against the Romanese side.
0: Shout out to Luke Grima, he called it.
1: Oh, did he? Yes, Yes. damn Grima, you won't fire. Uh, um, As for the form coming into this game, we have Atalanta coming in with two wins, one draw, and two losses. Whereas Roma came in with four wins and one loss. Absolutely fiery form from Domo Romanese. Um, However, this was today's fixture which leaned towards Atalanta with five wins, Three draws, two losses against Roma. However, lately Roma were perhaps getting the number over Atalanta in the last few fixtures, having just won the reverse fixture against Atalanta in 2022. Um, as for Atalanta and some stats about the club in general, we have the fact that they have earned just 14, pro- 14 points across their 11 matches in the second half of the season. There's just, just one more than they collected in the first 11 matches of 2021 and 2022. <laughs> in each of the previous seasons for the Gasparini era, the, the Bergamashi have always done better in the second half of the season, but it's not looking like that kind of season this year. Not at all. Au contraire. Au contraire, indeed. Mon frere. However, Roma have kept nine clean sheets across 2023 in Serie A. Only Barcelona have kept more with 11 in the Big Five leagues this year, Napoli, bro. Lazio, and Rams have also kept nine. Damn!
0: Why do you keep the timer on your laptop to black it out every every? How? What is it? Five minutes? Probably, five minutes of inactivity. Yeah, it goes black really
1: quickly. Your screen. Save that fucking power, bro. Uh, <laughs> anyways, we're off to some more stats. We have Roma also um, in the Big Five this in the Big Five this year, um, having faced more shots than anyone else. Uh, with 166 shots outside the box, with Man City conceding 152, um, which is which is well. quite quite a lot still, but just it just goes to show how few shots are conceded inside the goal. For Roma and how sold of a unit they are That teams are forced to take shots outside the box yeah. Basically saying, inside the box you have no bloody chance Yeah,
0: there's Mangini in the box You'd have to be mad to go anywhere near yeah. that guy, let me tell you I don't know if you saw the, the clip of him in the Europa League Where he busted his face he busted his nose and he had a he had like a crazy nosebleed. And he was down on the floor holding his nose. But the opposition had the ball, so he just got up and he charged the opposition and he won the ball back and he cleared it. Then ah, there's a yes, clip I of him I covered in blood and he just like licks the blood and tastes and spits it. out He's um he's an animal. He me. is a fucking animal. and and I was I was talking to Sarah. I'm um, Sarah. My my girlfriend studied psychology, and I was like, what? What is it about these people, these characters? They're, That makes them the way they are Is it because they're serial winners They hate losing Is it a a personality thing That they don't want to appear weak What what is it about this type of player The Gianluca Mancini's of the game What is it about them?
1: I really think it just boils down to having High adrenaline man And that's what they feed off Defeat of this high adrenaline game
0: But adrenaline might make you scream In the referee's face Not And complain silly. You know uh,
1: Adrenaline works in different ways yeah. adrenaline, adrenaline Why does yeah. it work in this way for him You know what I mean like, I think he's just a very driven player man yeah. Very no nonsense Yeah and I think he fucking hates losing
0: I think he hates And more than losing the game itself I think he, if Mancini loses a 50-50 He's going to be pissed You know Like way more pissed than the average person Yeah it
1: could be It could be yeah. I mean that's that, that's It's fair It's fair It's fair mm-hmm. Um for analysis, <laughs> um, but yeah, check your anal cavities. Um, we have a few. I don't know where Why? that one. I have no. I have no idea where that one came. <laughs> um, check them. <laughs> yeah, check your uh, check your gooch. Um, as for some notable changes in the lineups, we've got Zapata coming in for the injured Lookman. We have Pasalic coming in for Hyland, which was a bit of a Interesting decision by Gasperini uh, We have Ibanez coming in for Smalling Who is also injured Bove came in for Matic or Wijnaldum uh, Either of them were, were not fit for this game And we have Sobaken coming in for so Dim- back in. Coming in for DiBala, Who was also not really fit for this game Having just played quite an important fixture Against Feyenoord in the Europa League um, as for the lineups themselves We have We have Atalanta With their Classic 3-4-2-1 With Sporty in goal Toloy, Jim City And Scalvini As centre-backs Zappacosta Their Ederson And Male In midfield Miners, Pasaric As attacking midfielders And Zapata Playing as the lone striker On the other end We have the same formation 3-4-2-1 Abrahams Up front Pellegrini And Solbakin As attacking midfielders Zalewski Kristante Bove, And Selic in midfield, Lorente, Ibanez, Mancini, finalizing the defense with Patricio in goal. Um, again, actually, for the second uh, game in a row, there were really not that many attempts on goal, at Literally. least at the beginning, uh, 30 or so minutes. And the most notable, um, well, the most notable occurrence didn't even happen on the pitch. After Edison was deemed to have um, had, his, had his hands trailing. Um, By Tammy Abraham's face Gasperini was so pissed off By this decision that um, He earned us a yellow card So yeah The first deal of the game Came to Gasperini actually Uh, Anyways Just moments after this um, Occurrence happened We have the first goal of the game Coming in in the 39th minute For Atalanta Where um, Jake's favorite player Tammy Abraham tries to dribble (laughs) past Two Atalanta players In his own Half deep in his half He loses the ball Scarlavini gathers the loose ball He picks a pass out for Zapata In Roma's box He probably with his best play of the season He manages to You know Hold good composure He dribbles his Well two men rather Whips it across <coughs> Which Passeric gets on the end of And finishes emphatically a really good goal there 0-2 mm-hmm. um, well, 2-0, Excuse me for for Atalanta came in the seventy fourth minute. After again, not much has happened in this in this game other than that moment. Cook Miner sent in across to uh, excuse me to from a corner. Palomino cracked the header out towards goal, which was relatively well saved by Rui Patricio. But he did not manage to um, fall to the attack enough. The ball fell handsomely for Toloi, who. Last shot at goal, unfortunately, Lorente was not able to deflect it out of the box, out of the the goal, sorry, and the ball still managed to go in. The captain, who's had a very topsy-turvy season, grabbed a goal for his... His club and um, a very important one at that. I would say he's had his worst season in a while. Though. He has, and that goal—you could really see, see yeah. that goal really made a fucking impact on him, him uh, He was fucking. He's. Yes. A, he, it looked like he was about to cry, man. Yeah, yeah,
0: I love, I love when players who are underperforming score, man. It's so. It's such so, a nice feeling. You get this the a re- It's a redemption, arc, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. It is. It really is. And, and honestly, the next few, the last few games of the season, I bet Toloi is going to be an animal. I think so.
1: It could be. Yeah. Uh, Glad to have him in my fantasy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, with uh, with a, a classic Abraham's performance, he was subbed off. His, <laughs> he, was, <laughs> uh, he was subbed off, and on Kim Balotti who again has been showing promise. He received the ball in Atalanta's half He played a really neat backheel to Pellegrini Who yeah. charged forward And Pellegrini managed to finish A very well-timed shot in the bottom right-hand goal Giving Roma a lifeline to one The Bellotti link-up, dude
0: Many people said that ah, Bellotti is just a finisher He's just opportunistic That's why he scored the goals he scored No chance Bellotti's... Technical Bellotti's clever does, Bellotti yeah. knows how to link up With his teammates does, Very well outside that. the area
1: um, I really we'll, we'll speak about that In a minute um, However This is the end of the, the highlights of this game 3-1 As we had alluded to At the beginning uh, Seconds after Just conceding Atalanta Hoofed a ball up forward cup, Towards Coop Miners Laurent did very well To shield the ball To wait for um, uh, His um, His keeper To come and collect Rui Patricio Absolutely fumbles the ball And gives Coop Miners An open goal To tap into 3-1 yes. Thank you very much he Game also, over He also gives Jake A nice solid one On fantasy football I'm glad And a nice solid L For Jake In fantasy football As well Yeah um, I don't know what to say About Ru Patricio. Um, Just mean, Just as
0: He had a fantastic performance He had just had a fantastic performance And I Prior to that performance I had said that I, I haven't seen Rui Patricio make a spectacular save all season I haven't seen him make a good save all season Like, you know But we're going to remember that And and then the game Before he received the penalty You know, it was a massive penalty got a nice 12 on fantasy football, you know yeah. And now oh, this game is back He's back to these these weird antics And he, he got me a nice one But yeah um, Inconsistent Inconsistent, very, inconsistent very goalkeeper nice. And I think Maybe a little bit overrated from his days at Wolves. I, I don't think he's could be. I don't think he's as good as as he should be. Uh, Roma's goalkeeper should be better than this. When you look at the goalkeepers on other teams, and you look, you realize that Guillermo Vicario
1: is up for grabs for twenty million euros. You go for Guillermo Vicario. You don't. You don't keep God damn it, for him. sure, man. Yeah, yeah Guillermo Vicario is a fucking steal at this point. Yeah. Uh, with Atalanta winning, Jake, uh, mm-hmm. is there a glimmer of hope? Yes. Honestly, there is yes. and I, I, I never still believe really... I still believe It's a little too late In my opinion Yes um, I... They've done this As a big grave And they need So many teams Above them To fuck um, up yes, Consistently But not much Okay, They're on 52 the... points Milan and fourth Are on 56 So oh, one fuck up Sure yeah, One well, fuck up Brings them back Into contention yeah. But then they just need One fuck up To go back to Is You're going to tell me Atalanta are going to win Six more games in a row Look dude They have Okay
0: Everyone above them is taking part in multiple competitions. Everyone. Everyone. They're the only team in the top seven, Atalanta, that don't need to... Okay, apart from Lazio. And Napoli. And and Napoli, yes, but Napoli don't count. um, Lazio, sure. Um, Atalanta are the only team that need to actually worry, that don't need to worry about resting players. They can play their
1: best players every week they can play, go into every game without having but to worry they about bad. all but they, they, they've had this for the whole season bro so yes, I, I, it's I, I, true. I think that point is a bit invalid now they've had, they've had but this lo- is a
0: crucial part and sure. these guys are going into the latter stages of the competition so you if, if you look at Inter-Roma-Milan-Uva having a game it's going to be a semi-final it's going to be
1: okay. a final hear me out but Atalanta still have to face Torino mm-hmm. A struggling Verona who are playing much better yes, I, mentioned totally. Verona, I mentioned Verona because uh, even though there are other games They have to yes. play against other teams who are in the situation Verona are, the, are their biggest threat down there I can there. guarantee
0: no one wants to play Verona at the moment Juventus and Inter, dude
1: And there's six games left but you know what Seven that means? games
0: left, sorry But you know what that means? Sure, you that get you get destiny part. is in their hands I'm not saying That Atalanta Have a good chance Of finishing top four Or sure, right. contrary It would be surprising You know But let's not write them off They're very much there And again The fact that they need To play these sides Is only an advantage For Atalanta Right now I bet you The coaching staff Is telling them Guys you have to Play the guys above you You can cut the gap These are six point games At the end of the day You know
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. I, 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 I'll stick by my guns here I, I get your points But I still feel like Atalanta's grave Is too deep um if they're lucky they'll get sixth and get conference league and I think that that'll be an achievement but I don't see I don't see I don't see Champions League being reachable at the Fair moment. Enough. Europa League by the way. Conference I think is seventh, no? No, conference is sixth, Europa League is fifth. Because it's four four spots get Champions League, then it's fifth and sixth get Europa, then it's seventh that gets conference, no? Am I going mad? I think you're going mad I think that it's 5th gets conference 5th uh, gets Europa League Coppa Italia gets conference Champions League Fuck me Europa League <laughs> And then 6th gets Europa League <laughs> Il 6th no.
0: gets conference <laughs> league no, But there were two Italian teams In the Europa League yeah. They're always It's 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 like that uh, The 7th gets conference I, be, I believe You look at
1: Fiorentina last season They finished 7th They're in the conference league Did they come 2nd in the Coppa? No Then you're right then <laughs> You want not suck your dick no more? <laughs> no, bro. Okay. Um, okay. Stop, um, get away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, one other point I wanted to mention was that um, with Dybala seeming to be injured yet again and Pellegrini seeming to have awoken in this, in this attacking role that he has been given a, to, by Mourinho, I feel like he'll be a, a catalyst for them achieving their Champions League desires.
0: Yes, um, especially with Dybala injured Now, I I, I have a, a point to make So Dybala right now is coming on for 10 minutes Getting fucking cunt-punted by Palomino And falling injured again and limping off the pitch, right? Um, he's not looking fit right now, no. Dybala and, and it's... He needs to be rested Yes, it's surprising that he's actually managed a full season Without many injuries, um, uncharacteristically um, but even more concerningly for Roma is the Smalling injury at the back. Smalling is, he's, is a he's, massive he's injury, yeah, and he's now is injured. So okay, they've got Llorente and Smalling oh, injured. injured at the back. Yeah, yeah. They've yeah. got the injured up front with Abraham and Bellotti struggling to score goals. Playing okay,
1: right? Bellotti's been playing better. Abraham's playing okay.
0: Yeah, again, of uh, when.
1: Up outside want, the box you, you want to up go check The way he uh, gave Atalanta the first goal
0: Yeah I, I, I know I know Okay And there was actually a, a Juve point I wanted to mention As well that I forgot to mention The fact that um, Cuadrado Dived Yes he did In the, in in the, the opposition bo- box And their counter attack Led to a goal So go. Fagioli Not realising He had to cover The gap left by Cuadrado And he didn't cover it at all And it left a massive hole And that's how they scored and it's heartbreaking for Fajoli because he just had a... It's not his fault entirely, but he, he had to cover that fucking hole left by Quadradò, I And mean, I don't think he realized it. But yes, that's two mistakes in a row for him. It's a bit of a tough time in his career, but I'm sure he'll persevere. Yeah. Um, yes, but Roma right now are looking a little bit uh, deflated.
1: They do. I, let's not ignore the fact that they just had to play Feyenoord. It was a 120-minute game. Yes, yes, it yes, took yes. a lot out of them. So mm-hmm. I think that it was a struggle in general, yes, I do think that Roma will bounce back in the next game, but that's just my opinion. They don't have an easy one. I believe that they have to play Salernitana, but I could be wrong about that. Fuck. But uh, that is never an easy game to face. Uh, as for the standings, we see Roma sitting in fifth with 56 points. Atalanta creeping back up to those juicy European competitions. With 52 points Not as juicy
0: As this Rosé My brother Milan, Not at all Milan 2 Lecce nil. Ay, Milan have only lost 2 of their last 34 Serie A matches Against Lecce And by last I mean total Their total Serie A matches Against Lecce There have been 19 victories For Milan 12 draws Um yeah, that's it. Um remember by the way Lecce got quite quite close to beating Milan. I don't know if you've if, you, if you've seen this game actually. Um, I sure did, the two two. I the, was the three 0 bro. I'm talking not three 0 sorry, it was actually four three. But Milan once upon a time were down three nil to Lecce. And it was half time. And for the second half, Milan brought on a certain Kevin Prince-Boateng. Oh, shit. Remember this game? I sure oh, He do. scored. <laughs> he was fucking... Every time he got the ball, he scored. It was just one goal, 3-1. Or We're like, hey, 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 hey all right, Kevin Prince-Boateng, nice. Boom, 3-2. Oh, my God, we're back in it. Boom, 3-3. Three, three. It's three goals in a row after each other. And then Mario Yepes um, scored the winner from a, from a header. What a game that was. So, yes, um, they could have got the third victory against Milan there, but they, but they did not. Milan had drawn their last two league matches after a Champions League match before this one So this was actually the first match this season after a Champions League match that Milan managed to get all three points Yeah. Um, in the reverse fixture, Lecce held Milan 2-2 It was at the Via del Mares Stadium And fun fact about Lecce, this is a bit of a con- conflicting f- stat, right? So Lecce have kept the fewest clean sheets of any Serie A side this term With three But they have also—they are also the only team to not have conceded more than twice in any game this season. So they don't—they've only kept three clean sheets, but they've never conceded more than twice. It's a fun stat. Holy shit! Yeah. But yeah, um, look at my preparation, bro. How nice it is. Um, I have Milan, lecture, and then screenshots of Lazio, Torino. Um, very good, Jake. How oh, good. Do you yeah. want to
1: say the lineups for
0: Milan and Lecce? Yeah,
1: that would be that would be great. Um, just buy me some time here, man, please. Sure. Um, by the way, guys, uh, especially with this game, with Milan just having qualified for um, the Champions League semi-finals, um, it was still a very enticing fixture for them to deal with purely, purely because of. Um, Match, match, match fitness and the fact that um, they still had to field an important team because they're the fact that Juve have just been given their points back meant that they can't take any game lightly, especially games like this where they're facing teams in the relegation zone.
0: Yes, um, thank you very much for stalling, um, particularly against a team um, that... Managed to score Two goals And bamboozled you From the get-go In the reverse fixture But yes 4-2-3-1 Formation for Stefano Pioli Back at Milan's Best Mike Magnan In goal The eagle card. Theo Hernandez on the left, Kalulu on the right with Malik, Chao and Tomori as a centre-back duo Tonali and Kroenic were the midfield double pivot With Rafael Leao on the left wing, Junior Messias on the right wing Brahim Diaz as the trequartista, and Ante Rebic up front Who runs and runs and runs but doesn't quite do anything else for Lecce, it was a 4-3-3 formation With Falcone in goal jean Dre on the right With Gallo on the left Umtiti and Basquerota As a centre-back partnership The midfield trident Consisted of Udin Hulman and Blin Di Francesco was out on the right wing Bando on the left wing Cissé up front And Luke Mintov Blowing his nose on the podcast <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh God, you little cousin <laughs>
0: In the 40th minute Tonali whipped in a cross And Leo demonstrated his <laughs> aerial prowess By towering over everyone And heading it home Not your common Leo goal And he admitted that he has been working on his um, headers Because Pioli has told him that for his size You should be scoring more headers He, he should be better in the air He needs to be giving better head He needs to be giving better head And he gave better <laughs> head over here In the 40th minute Fantastic head by Rafael Leo. To send Milan 1 0 up in half time. In the second half, in the 75th minute, there were shades of Leo against Napoli at the Maradona, but this time Leo did it all alone. He did not need to square it this time. Great solo goal as he made his way past the lecture team, shimmied to get some space over Basquirotta at the end, and just guided into the bottom corner. What a goal by Rafael Leo, brother. Rafael Leao is he top three in his position in the world? I'm just gonna ask these bombastic questions now. Top three Leao position.
1: <sighs> top three in the world. Mm. Left wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know. Know where, no where he plays, Jake. Um. <laughs> Nothing general, like. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I will give it to him, even though I used to be a bit of his critique. But um, I I, I, I have to say that, you know, you're you're winning games sometimes of these solo runs And he's been doing it consistently this year Yeah, and even last Consistently and a little bit inconsistent In general, he is streaky still as a player However, he's the least streaky he's been in his career thus far this year So yeah, I think definitely this season... This season, he is top three in his position. Overall, I don't yet believe so. But if I see him do that again next year... I would safely say that yeah, he yeah. he 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 has the consistency to be a world winner.
0: Now, I absolutely agree with you when you talk about this season because the only dip he had this season was when we switched to when Milan switched to a three at the back formation, um, which saw Raf, Rafael Leao kind of lost or neutralized. Quite frankly, no, he didn't have the liberty he had right. Um, now, 4231 back at his best, and yes, he has gathered this consistency about him. Today, apparently, reports came out, um, it is currently the 25th, um, and he, Rafael Leo, went to Casa Milan apparently, and, and um, there are talks that he might be. Um, negotiating his contract Perhaps even signing his contract We'll yes. see Fingers crossed Let's hope Leo stays in Italy Right? Yes Let's hope that Leo stays and grows Because um, at, the, at the moment This Milan team do need him Because I feel like it's a solid unit Yes That relies but on this Leao flair Right? Without him They it. would
1: be Yeah Not the same Yeah
0: it, That's it That's it It's a solid team With a fantastic difference maker That's, that's what this Milan team is right now Yes Okay Ibrahimovic um, Ibrahim Ibrahimovic, yes, who who got up to warm up for this game. <laughs> he was about to enter, and I. He was ready, man. Seventy fifth Met was ready to come on. Boom, he's injured, and now he's out for the rest of the season, most likely. I feel at, bad for the guy. At least he can now do his sequel for
1: Asterix and Oblix.
0: Yes, yes, that's that's a good one. Um, yeah, I mean, let's be real. Zlatan Watching Zlatan At 42 years old At the highest level Has just been a blessing I personally Love watching Whenever he comes on I love watching I don't take my eyes off him It's just fun seeing It's fun seeing Someone so old So disadvantaged Against people Who are in their prime Physically You, You know You get knocked At 20 You get up Immediately but knocked down at 42, it's gonna take you a while to get up, you know. Yeah. And just watching him maneuver that and work his way and actually see like how he plays, how he drops deep into midfield to pick up the ball—it's been a joy to watch. And, and honestly, Zlatan has given Milan fans great joy in 2011 when he won the league in his prime. Came back the age of 39, 40, whatever, won the league again. Honestly, he was the difference. He changed this team of young men. And he turned them into winners. He showed them what it means to play for Milan, which is great. Leccea put up a decent fight, um, but struggled to create anything concrete. Um, especially when you look at Malik Chow, Tomori and Manian at the back. Um, they struggled to get past anything. They, they, For some reason, these teams decide not to pl- start their best players. Right? This is a habit in Italy. I don't know why you have Gabriel Strefezza who's been incredible all season. You only bring him on. In the What was it
1: The 65th minute
0: In the 65th minute There is Like why would you Bring on your best player In the 65th minute
1: On Mind games Jake.
0: Mind games There we go um, but yeah um, They fought nobly But it was not enough Lecture currently sit in 16th with 28 points Dangerously close to the relegation Oh definitely dude The relegation pool uh, You look at Verona right now They're on 26 They have rocketed up Verona yes. 26 points Lecture on 28 At this point it could be anyone relegated Don't count out Empoli don't count out Salernitana For me Salernitana play too well to be relegated I think Saratana Have re- reached safety More or less Yeah no? um, You look at their form It's, it's impeccable yeah. What what Sousa has done Since yeah. taking over Has been, has been very he, good. Shut, he shut up shop He really has He really has Six draws in a row And then two victories very Yeah, good. For Milan It is The fourth spot With 56 points And that's it Bro Very very well done Well very, done Very
1: yes. well done Milan climb into Their <laughs> Champions League zone They sure Do And moving away from Milan to the other Milanese club we have Empoli versus Inter and Inter winning 3-0 away from home with the form coming into this game we have Inter coming in with one win, three draws and one loss with Empoli coming into this game with one win, one draw and three losses the head-to-head fixture the head-to-head fixtures in this game try again <laughs> Try again And try again And then on the third time You can try again And maybe you'll get it right Inter versus Empoli As the head-to-heads fixture I still fucked it up (laughs) We we have We have Inter winning this fixture Eight times Compared to Empoli's once And drawing it one time In the last ten games Jake, where are you going? Never mind I'll just do this All on my own Um Inter coming off a huge win in the Champions League Still had a lot to prove in the league And therefore had to field a relatively strong squad However, had to consider um, some changes to the team Nonetheless, to make sure that they can also field a decent side In the Coppa Italia against Juventus This coming Wednesday, in this case, tomorrow Make bravo Make bravo, Mintov. Um, as for some notable changes in the squad Like I was just mentioning We have Handanovic coming in for Onana We have Gagliardini coming in for Barella And D'Ambrosio coming in for Bastoni For Inter Otherwise, on the other end Empoli only noticed one change With Kambiagi coming in for the misfiring Piccoli mm. And... Um, as for as for the lineups themselves, we've got Empoli fielding a 4-3-1-2 with Perizon on goal, Ubehi, Ismaili, Luperto and Parisi in defense, Haas, Marin and Bandanelli in midfield, Baldanzi, Cambiaghi and Caputo. Finalizing the attack for Empoli. Interfielded their classic 3-5-2. Lukaku and Correa partnership seems to be the most Frequent partnership between the two players mm, Weird, right? And then you see Zerko and Martinez on the other end It seems like in training these two pairings Pair well together um, Then we've got Gossens, Kalahanov, Brozovic, Gagliardini And Bellanova in midfield With Aceh, Bedevri and Ambrosio in defence Handanovic in goal As for the game itself Some notable highlights of the game Well, as per usual They tend to start the games well uh, and pretty well composed However, Empoli had the better of the chances in the first 20 minutes Coming close to scoring from chances by Kambiagi and Baldansi alike However, at the start of the second half Inter seemed to have been given a great pep top by um, Inzaghi And just moments after the restart Gossen starts by starts this play by finding a pass to H- Hakan in the middle of the pitch He plays a beautiful pass to Brozovic, who is near the box of Empoli. He waits and finds a great pass to Lukaku. They exchange a great one-two. On the return, Lukaku had enough space to place a well-timed shot in the bottom left-hand corner with his wrong foot. First goal for Lukaku since August and you could tell... In open play. In open play, exactly, excuse me. And you could tell exactly... What a difference a goal like that can do to an emotional player exactly, like bro. Lukaku.
0: Definitely, bro.
1: Definitely, definitely, definitely.
0: Um, I also wanted to highlight, bro. So let's, we often
1: let's. Mention mentioned the highlights. Oh, yes, And then we course. speak about Lukaku yeah. when we can just go on a tangent. For, for, Good point, because yeah? I'm totally going to go off on the tangent. There, yeah. there we go. So, uh, 0-2, 76 minutes. Lukaku receives the ball on the left-hand flank. He starts to steam towards goal. He makes some cheeky step-overs against Ismaili. He beats his man, has enough space to thunder, a strong shot towards goal. Periza, no chance, to 0 And then minutes before the end of the game, 88 minutes, Lukaku again... With um, the the key catalyst in this goal, uh, although not scoring, he played a brilliant pass to Martinez, who was one on one versus the goalkeeper. He managed to slot the ho- slot the ball home and finish this game off for Inter. Um, well, we can we can we can just go yes, onto um, on on to that tangent and we can mention the fact that. Um, uh, my my, my my point here was really simple, actually. I just wanted to talk about confidence in yes, general. Yes, I wanted yes, to yes. talk about confidence and how it can change a man in particular. Yes. How it can change... And, and we, we, of course, we're speaking about football here, but but even if we take things down to the, the real basic level, how confidence can really change the the mannerisms the 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 body the, the body language the way someone brings about yeah. themselves and and the, the way that they can inspire others as well yeah yeah because totally. because the thing is Lukaku
0: will always applaud his teammates but if he's applauding his teammates while succeeding himself his teammates will believe in it you know so it's something that um, that's contagious, confidence is contagious So when you look at Lukaku up there the, the spearhead of your team And suddenly he's he's fired up He's scoring and he's confident Your team starts to play better, right? And this was a game of two halves That completely contrasted Yes, The first half made me think That these Inter players are selfish And they only care about winning trophies And personal accolades for themselves Because this was not the Inter we saw In the... Coppa, this was no. not the inter we saw in the, in the Champions League No th- In the first half But yeah. the second half, Lukaku got firing
1: and that changed completely This team It had to be down to something Nzagi said yeah. I don't know it- what the fuck he said Perhaps, yes But no. I mean, not perhaps some- Perhaps Nzagi. What do you mean? Could have been someone else.
0: You know, the, the ah. pa- Parolo did say in an interview recently that he leaves the... that Inzaghi tends to leave the management side of the of football. You think to, Lukaku riled everyone up? It could be. I mean, you look at, for example,
1: you know why, the, the, you the know, dressing that, that room. That could be a good point. You know why? Because yeah. Lukaku mentioned after the game. I'm really sorry I interrupted you. It's but okay. I, it's I, okay I, I really think it's a valid point. Yeah. And Lukaku said that this game in general was for the Inter He wanted to thank them for the support And in general, how they've supported his refacilitation back to football after after what he believes to be his only bad injury his whole career. Mm. And um, uh, it's now time to repay the favour.
0: Yes, yes. So Um, it
1: could be that Lukaku said, guys, what the fuck are we doing again? Let's start to play as a team. And maybe, because you could tell as soon as the second half started, Lukaku was already the focus of the of, yeah, the, of yeah, yeah. the of the um, of the attack. Yeah. Like Brozovic knew he wanted to have that one-two with Lukaku. Yeah. So man, you could you could be making a real valid point here. Yeah? Totally,
0: bro. And you look at the the fight. That there was um, Between Onana and Brozovic I don't know if you saw yeah, that Yeah I did Who stepped in the middle And made Lukaku. two athletes Look like children Lukaku This was Lukaku
1: Lukaku and um, I think it was D'Ambrosio as Dam-
0: well. Yeah Exactly There we go A mature leader in D'Ambrosio Who the only I'm sure not the only But but one of the main reasons They keep D'Ambrosio around Is because of his personality Yes And that's a massive thing In football You look at You look at Bologna With their modern coach In Motta, Who really values Athletic players For example And you look at De Silvestri, who hasn't got a sniff under Motta. And then you look at the the young players who have come into Bologna and, and their interviews. They always mention De Silvestri. As as a player who welcomed them into the team Showed them what it means to to be a player at this elite level Really instills his values into these young players And D'Ambrosio is probably that type of player Who really can get young players under his wing And and show them what it's like to to play for Inter Perhaps not only young players, even hot-headed players Probably, yes Um, But yes, imagine what fun it, it would be being Lukaku's size the fact that you can walk between A dude. guy like Brozovic and, and, and a guy like Onana Two athletes Six and, foot tall And, and just, belittle them And dude. belittle them That's
1: it they, they stopped They do, Dude Are you gonna fucking challenge Lukaku <laughs> Dude Even Ibra wasn't super confident Against yeah. challenging Lukaku And you know what You know what Ibra Mr yeah. fucking and has been Karate been. man Can do to somebody yeah. Stealing bicycles in his youth Yeah, yeah So uh, it. Yeah it's, it's, it's a fair point Um Now um my point here and to file to 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 wrap up about Lukaku and I, I, I mean overall I am a, f- a fan of his and I'm I'm very happy with his performance it's it, it's it's lovely to see I, I I don't like seeing players suffering unless their name is De Vockorigi <laughs> um but um, can he save interseason in the league and overall is it time Honestly. or is it a one off now
0: honestly at this point the going has got tough, and the tough have got going, dude. Mm. And that's, that's it. You look at Inter right now, what, what do they need? When you look at the, their poor run coming into this, they hadn't won a game in a while in Serie yes, yes. And this was the moment where, where they needed their, their main goal scoring out. This was, this was what was missing for Inter, in in the in the last few games, because the chances were being created. They were just not converting them. Yes. So Lukaku converting them at this time in the season could be crucial for them in their fight for Champions It is really bloody could man. And, 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 the and that could well. be
1: crucial for his career, dude. Yeah. I, th- yeah, yeah. I think Lukaku has realized that he may not be so um so well sought after at the moment. And he might be counting his blessings that inter is still giving him a chance and he might believe that Interstill is his is his, his most likely um, chance for some more silverware. Yes. Uh, or silverware chance to... at a top team. This is no that's my point. Yeah. Silverware at the top team because yeah, he's not know. going to go to, to the likes of another top club. Yeah. You know, he, he might go to a relatively big club, but he's not going to a city or a Bayern Munich or a Barcelona. He's not Definitely So yeah. so I, I I think that Now with these two goals With the way that he's been Arguably been playing better each game Almost Yeah um, And the fact that Inter lately made a Made a comment that You know Lukaku at Inter isn't a, You know A no anymore I think that there is some space left And I think that this might have inspired him a bit Yeah Yeah fair enough Um so yeah, uh, with that being said, we can just basically wrap this wrap, yeah. this, wrap this game yeah. up and, and, and just basically state the, the, the position of the two teams. Inter sit in 6th with 54 points. Empoli sit in 15th with 32 points. They are still definitely not clear of that dreaded relegation battle. They're... They're comfortable-ish, but they still need to be careful.
0: Definitely, bro. Um, Hellas Verona 2. Bologna 1. This was a game. This was one of the games per season where Simone Verdi decides to show everyone what he's got. Um, He has these games every year. Wildly inconsistent player, but has the potential to actually make the difference for certain teams at crucial moments. And this was one of them. Um, Bologna were actually unbeaten in eight of their last Serie A matches against Hellas Verona with four wins and four draws. They went into this game against a Bologna team that has been performing very well this season. Um, And against all odds They managed to get all three points Um, Hellas Verona had only won One of their previous seven home matches Against Bologna and Serie A Hellas Verona are the first team Not to have scored or conceded a penalty This is a fun little stat by the way So let's let's repeat this Hellas Verona are the first team Not to have scored or conceded a penalty In the first 30 match days in Serie A And the three points for a win era So this season they haven't scored Or conceded a penalty Hellas Verona That's a fun little fact um, Stefan Posch, fun fact about him Has scored 5 goals in Serie A this season Right? Only 3 defenders have done better since the beginning of the last decade In their debut season in Serie A These players are Gonzalo Rodriguez With 6 goals in the 2012 season Sorry, Theo Hernandez with 6 goals in the 2019 season And Akhraf Hakimi in the 2020 season uh, with 7 goals but yeah, so Stefan Posh has been deadly for the over there, and I'm sure, sure Verona has set up well to, to contain him. Now, the Verona lineup was a 4 2 3 1 with Montepo in goal, Davidovic on the left, and Farani on the right, with Maniani and Hien at the back. Abildgard and Tameze were in the middle. I really struggled with Abid, Abildgard's name. Abildgard? Ab- I mean, man, you're looking God. at the guy who can't even fucking speak English. Yeah. <laughs> De Pauli was on the left <laughs> wing, weird And Kevin Lazani was on the right wing With Simone Verdi in the Czech one Quite position behind Gaic up front For Bologna, it was Skorupski in goal with a 4-3-3 formation Stefan Posh on the right with Kiriakopoulos on the left Samara and Lukumi as a centre-back partnership With Ferguson, Shouten and Dominguez as a centre midfielders Arbyshire on the right, Barrow on the left And Zergzi up front Now, the first goal... Came through a penalty in the 50th minute in the sec- in the first half um, in extra time. At the time, sorry uh, Verdi scored a penalty It was a very cool penalty Sending the goalkeeper the wrong way In the 62nd minute Faroni played in a dangerous cross And Verdi sprung out of nowhere And headed it home um, Not common for Verdi to score a header But he was everywhere this game He was all over the place It was dangerous What a game by Simone Verdi Showed us what he can do um, A few seasons ago He really made a difference For Bologna scoring um, that, that was a very popular game Where he scored um, One free kick With
1: his right foot And one free kick With his left foot Are you forgetting the fact That Verdi had Probably the craziest End of the season With Salernitana Salernitana
0: as well Yes he was part of The reason that Miracle for Salernitana Actually paid off So Verdi was As a thing Honestly yes He Goes to the newly promoted C- team. He proves himself, and then he goes to a slightly higher team. Dips a little bit, then when they go and get stuff, he shows up and makes a difference again. Um, in the ninety third minute, Sansone played Dominguez through perfectly, who chipped the goalkeeper phenomenally. Uh, that was like, one of the great goals of this match there. But yes, bro, what a game! What a game! What a game! Hellas Verona creeping their way out. Do you think? Do you think they'll survive?
1: Um, with the way things are going. I think now it's all there's to lose because the form is there. The way they're playing football is there. The the, the 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 unity is there. Now all they need is to get two, three more wins. Spezia and Lecce are definitely gonna drop points in the yeah. next few in the next yeah. few um game weeks. Yeah. So so all they need, really and truly, because you know, one win, they're already out of the zone. Okay? Yeah. If I drop those teams above them flop. So, all they need is just, you know, a couple of a couple more decent performances. So, I, I really believe it's all there is to lose now. Yeah. Because the two teams above them are playing arguably the worst football form-wise at the
0: Particularly moment. Particularly Lecce. Lecce Particularly haven't won Lecce. a game in a long time. They're on 28 points. Verona on 26 points. Verona can easily leapfrog Lecce at the moment. Yes. Um, Spezia do have the quality... To beat a team,
1: I think. Or to... I, I think that Spezia have really been getting off the hook from one man in particular, in Zola. And I think that, yes. with all due respect, he's probably reached his tally for the season. Maybe a goal or two more, but that might make the difference. I think they need. I think they need more than a goal or two more, Jake. Yeah, but they with, need five more goals. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. We have to, we have to we, let's speak about probability, yeah, and no, not just probability but 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 maths in general. One or two goals in the next seven games is not going to save you. Look, I, you, I need, you need one or two goals a game, yeah, to get you a draw to get you a win. At the end of the day, when you look at the quality on these
0: teams, I find it difficult to imagine Lecce or Spezia going down to be honest when you look at the quality. You look at Lecce, they have, they have good players in every position, right? They've got Falcone in goal, they've got Bascarotta and Umtiti at the back, they've got Hulman in the middle, they've got nice offensive pieces with Strefetza, Cissé, Colombo, whatever, Banda's quite good. So these guys have quali- the quality to stay in Serie A. Spezia as well have, have quite a solid team. They've got a great goalkeeper in Vicario. Um, they have seasoned players who have been in Serie A for three seasons in Spezia. a row. Spezia. No? Spezia, yes.
1: They've been in- they have Dragoski in goal.
0: Oh, sorry. Yes, you're right. So they have a great goalkeeper in, in um, Dragovski. Sorry, uh, Vicario, of course, please for him. Get, wrecked. Get. <laughs> Yes, you wrecked me. Um, they also have, of course, a striker who scores many goals, and that's something that the other teams in the bottom five do not have, quite frankly.
1: Um, yeah, but he's still scoring. Goal he
0: has stopped for a bit, but. It, He
1: has shown that he can do it He's capable of scoring Two goals in a game Listen listen, Don't get me wrong I'm I'm not critiquing Inzola at all I think this is a great season I think he deserves A top team He he deserves a team Like Bologna Torino Sassuolo He deserves a team Like I don't know Even Roma Whatever He deserves a good club He's proven He's proven yeah. But but you can't you can't rely and this yes. is my point Verona are not relying on a sole player they have been getting goals from all kinds of players lately yes, Gaic yes. has scored Verdi has In- scored Gonch In- yeah. has scored um it's true it's, it's a know, collective it's a collective effort other players have been scoring as yeah. well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but and then, then when you look at the all-round quality of Verona it's it's less than but the but bro other sometimes and uh, le- le- Sometimes it's not just about quality. Yeah. It's r- simply about determination as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, you you you're absolutely right. You know? Uh, uh let, let you have just been receiving L after L after L. it yeah. gets to you man. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I've had a I've had a terrible season handball wise. We've just been losing all all our fucking games. And the last one we have which is coming up in 3 weeks, we probably don't even feel like playing anymore. <laughs> no, but it's the truth. If you've just been losing all the fucking season, you know, training is gonna, not going to be as intense. You're not going to want it as more. You're going to feel like, oh, whatever, the season's done anyways. You know, yeah, you're kind yeah. of given up that ge- defeatist attitude. It Unfortunately, it creeps into the side. And I feel like Verona have slowly but surely grinded out a winner's mentality. Yeah, um it's true. It's true. Again, I, 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 the going I, has got tough. And They've I think going. I think they just might have enough. They just might have enough.
0: Yeah. Um personally going coming into the season, I did not think that Telas would be in this position. Right no, I thought that'd be would be, be better, maybe fourteenth, that type of there, they're fourteenth, thirteenth. Yeah. But yeah. Um they might be creeping out right now. Let's see. The relegation battle has certainly become way more interesting right now. There is one team. That we certainly don't know who it is Who's going to get promoted uh, Relegated Yes so, yes, Yeah, definitely um, Shall Can we go please? to the table? Yes, please Of course So Hellas Verona are currently in 18th With 26 points While um, Bologna are
1: in 8th With 44 points Thank you very much, Jake Off we go to the next game I believe that is Monza against Fiorentina What a game What a bloody game Probably game of the week Um, Maybe second behind the Napoli-Uva game Monza 3, Fiorentina 2 Coming into this game we have Monza coming in with 1 win, 3 draws and 1 loss Compared to Fiorentina with 2 wins, 2 draws and 1 loss In terms of history Historic head-to-head, we don't have much here, we have only Fiorentina with one win and one draw against the Monza side. Um, Some interesting stats for everyone at home, we have Monza hosting Fiorentina in an official match for the first time since 29th of May 1994, in a goalless draw in the second part of a Serie B campaign. Then we've also got a couple more things to, to mention. We have Arthur Cabral. Between last season and this current season, he has scored nine goals in Serie A and has become the fifth Brazilian in Florentina history to reach double figures of goals in a competition. The last Brazilian to do so was Edmondo in 1998. Wow. wow. And finally, Monza's Patrick Churia is one of six, only six Italian players to deliver five or more assists in a Serie A A this term. But among these players, he's the only one in his debut season in the top flight, ones of Churia's assists for the reverse fixture. I have just fucked this up. whoa, whoa. What? Whoa, whoa, (laughs) hold the phone. Basically, in layman's terms, Sharia is only one of six Italians to have reached five plus assists in Serie A this year. But it's, he's the only one who's had this debut season. And he's season. the only one who has done, has done it in his debut season. Wow, okay. So it goes to show how the Italians are underperforming this year. Oh, contraire, sir. Um, as for some notable decisions in terms of the lineups, we have Cuama coming in for Gonzalez and Barak coming in for Jack Bonaventura up front. However, for the Monza side, we only have one notable change with Caprari coming in for Sensi. Otherwise, the squad was unchanged compared to the squad which beat Inter. As for the highlight of the game, we have the first goal coming in within the first 10 minutes. In the seventh minute, Biragi sends in a good corner, which was not cleared well enough by Monza, giving Kuama a free header, which he did very well to convert. He loves a headed goal. Uh, the second goal of the game came shortly after this Just six minutes later Dodo managed to beat his man down the left-hand flank He was fouled inside the box Play was given Play on, rather, sorry uh, This left Como with a lot of work to do However, he picked his moment And whipped in a lovely low ball Which perfectly found Saponara Unmarked in the six-yard area He took some time and picked his spot And oh boy, did Saponara finish super well there to zero
0: a goal for Ricardo saponara as a goal for say a spotlight we love it here we love saponara what a goal um, what a player what an
1: intelligent player what an intelligent player indeed however intelligence was not on biragi's resume for the Goal which ones are conceded Which <laughs> did concede? Excuse me In the 25th minute Caprari managed to break away from his man Down the left hand flank And then push towards goal He let a shot rip at Towards goal However Biragi was in the middle Of, of the ball uh, Unfortunately And he let it go in To concede A own goal Sorry mate Go improve your IQ Um <laughs> In the 43rd minute, minutes before the end of the first half Di Gregorio, apparently I've wrote in here Di Gregorio His wife yeah, his wife. <laughs> Di Gregorio has, um, well, managed to get his first assist of the, of the season He launched a h- amazing long ball forward It passed everybody, probably more than he, f- he thought himself it, um, <clears throat> The ball landed as far, as deep as Fiorentina's <coughs> uh, half Deep in their half, rather Danny Motta was quicker than Martinez Quarta towards the ball. Um, he managed to gather it, loop the ball over to Rocciano, and dink the ball into the goal. Most likely a penalty had it not gone mm. in. I remember watching Danny Motta in in B and thinking this guy is
0: um, a good little technical flair player, you know. Uh, but I thought to myself, this guy can't be good enough for Serie a. And he's, he's proving me wrong, to be honest He's benched Petania, who's got Milan and Napoli on his, and At- Atalanta on his CV yeah. And he's doing quite well, Mota He's very, very, very mobile
1: he is Like, very like mobile. you play a
0: long ball to him and he, he, he'll get it He can actually, he has the, the potential to beat his man yes. and finish well
1: Yes And to round off this victory for Monza. Amrabat was very late to a challenge on yet again Mota, who gives away a penalty. And the Capitano, Mr. Pessina, steps up to coolly finish and complete the comeback 3-2 for the Monza side. Mm-hmm. Monza now have with this victory, and which is basically uh, my really only point for 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 this for this mm-hmm. game. Because I don't have too much critique for Fiorentina mm-hmm. Overall they're still playing good football They still managed to mm-hmm. score two goals Unfortunately they perhaps neglected The comeback potential mm-hmm. But uh, with Monza having won this game They've um, pretty much guaranteed their safety now mm-hmm. uh, Something which could not have been said 20 games ago When Monza were dead last Looking like they were playing football in Serie C. So, um, uh, yeah, with Stroppa, right? Stroppa really didn't get them going, he, he sure he, didn't. He sure
0: bloody didn't. But it must be said, Paladino is has a been genius, super, yeah, one of the most underrated coaches, this absolutely.
1: absolutely. Um, okay. one point, please. So, now with Monza, maybe feeling a little bit relaxed mm-hmm. that they kind of have safety. Almost assured Almost mm-hmm. assured I think they are With 41 points yeah, Personally yeah. <laughs> Um With a few more signings Next season mm-hmm. And they keep The same squad Or or the majority of it Perhaps Carlos Augusto Will, will, will depart the club Could they be A midfield, midfield
0: Table team next year I think they could I think right now As it stands They are a mid-table team um, I think right now As it stands Their objective would be let, Let's get that 10th spot Let's solidify it Let's finish 10th Because finishing 10th Will give Will give you A great foundation To improve The following season Right You mean financially Or just in general everything, as, as, everything. as a milestone Attract at Even even the fact that, Like when it comes to Attracting players You look at the player And you say Okay this season This was our first season And say uh, With our first season With big investment We finished 10th we bring you in, we bring him in, and we keep him, we're pushing for Europe. Yeah. And that's all it
1: takes. That's all it'll take, you know? So, with, um, with that being said, yeah, with the right building blocks, mm-hmm. can Monza become a European fighting team? I think, dude, I think that Monza are on the right track to, within the next three seasons.
0: I think that a conference league spot, or Europa League spot is pretty much guaranteed with the way this... This team, man, it's it's not common for for Italian teams to burst into the scene, to, the, onto the scene, and invest so well so early on. You know, you, yeah. You, granted, it, not every team has the financial backing of Silvio Berlusconi at all. Yeah. Granted, but you know, you, you look at some teams who've been here for a while. You look at, for example, I don't know, man. Empoli have been coming up and going down and coming up and going down. Yeah. Literally, it's the same thing: coming up, going down. Udinese, Why? Udinese have been in Serie. A, and sometimes they do well, sometimes they do badly But they, they never really had that uh, the, you, those European aspirations Bologna as well have wasted a lot For of time Rio. Yeah Monza are doing this in their first season So yeah. I think they have something more than the other teams they do, do. And, and honestly, I wouldn't even be surprised if they managed to keep their best pieces over here Like Carlos Augusto, Sensi Pessina I wouldn't be surprised if they kept them Yeah, yeah uh, I think all that's missing is a prolific goal scorer Totally, yes. And, you know, they brought in Petania again, who Matt and I had discussed a while back. We we said Petania hasn't had a bad season by any means. He's actually been pretty good. His link-up play has been good. He's put his colleagues in positions to succeed, but at the end of the day when Gagliani and Berlusconi and Palladino sit together and they're like, Alright, what what needs to change over here? And then they lay everything out and they look at the stats and the numbers. One goal in a season for your main striker for the spearhead of your team is not enough. No. So I think Monza
1: will, will go ahead and, and purchase a striker. Yes, I, I, I really believe so. It now just boils down to who and at what price. Yes, and and the player that goes will have to believe in the project. Yeah, he he, he can't expect European football next year. Yeah, um, it might not happen. He can you know, fight for it. He, Monza, can, he can expect to fight for it. Sure, he can, but he but can. But he, but he should it. also realistically feel like okay, Monza. Next year, they're gonna maybe end up tenth again, yeah. or twelfth, or fourth, thirteenth. Sure, you know. Sure. So 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 it it's more like a two year, three year thing that they're they're yeah, really yeah, striving yeah. to achieve. Um, and with that being said. What about Jovic? Is he done? Jovic, I feel like um, with the
0: performance he put up in the Champions League, missing in the Conference League, sorry, missing so many opportunities and just looking so out of sorts. I feel like Cabral was watching that game, thinking, "I'm all right, yeah, I'm fine, yeah. you know, I can, uh, I'm going to be starting in the league." And, and it's true, Cabral has been better than Jovic, as simple yeah. as that. As simple yes. as that. No one expected Jovic to be this bad. I think probably not. No. This bad maybe is a bit harsh, but yes. this yes. No, he's been bad. He honestly yeah. he's been playing play yes. for Real Madrid. dude. yeah, 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 yeah. So there were even at Eintracht he was better. Sure. Dude, he was at amazing. Eintracht he was a force yeah. to be reckoned yeah, yeah, with. Yes. There were, there, there's a montage of Rebic setting him up And celebrating before, before he even scored So he'd play the ball to Jovic Put his arms in the air celebrating And Jovic would like round the goalkeeper and finish And Rebic would have been celebrating for the past 10 seconds Quite, quite a fun little montage
1: uh, Seriously very interesting uh, excuse, yeah. <laughs> excuse the slack notification Someone at work is asking for my assistance, but I will reply tomorrow. Um, <laughs> to finally mention one other thing, with that win, Monza creep up to twelfth in f- with forty-one points, only one point below Fiorentina. What? On a topic that we've been speaking about, that they won their tenth place spot. Fiorentina are in tenth with forty-two points. Yes. This is seriously close. It is. It is. And at the between point, eighth like... and thirteenth. I, I've i been interrupting a lot today No honestly I, I, I interrupted
0: you And you inter Like it's You know I can mean we we're just, drinking we just kiss <laughs> <laughs> After the app yeah, bro um, I, I do feel like Fiorentina though With these last Two, three results Have really blown Their conference league hopes I feel like they're going to have to go All the way in that tournament In order to achieve European qualification Because I don't know You look You look at Bologna and Atalanta I feel like at the end of the day that Conference League spots between them and Atalanta do look. Uh, they, I think they they have they have enough of a gap to 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 go ahead and and qualify. I, I don't think Bologna can do it at this point. Forty four and fifty two. You know it's tough. It'll take a lot of Atalanta mistakes and many Bologna victories. Like basically, they have to go flawless. Um, yeah um, Atalanta on the other hand are, are still aiming for Champions League So You aim for Champions League And you don't do well You're going to get Conference League You aim for Conference League And you don't do well You're not going to get anything Could Could
1: Could certainly be the case that Could certainly be the case um, Yeah That is Your next game sir Okay So
0: the next game Unfortunately for you Is Salernitana Three yeah. Sassuolo Nil Yes Weird bro What happened here man I think it's just Classic Sassuolo If you ask me yeah, Honestly um, I don't know Where this team stands <laughs> It's hard to, It's hard to To analyze this team Sassuolo were unbeaten In their previous Three matches Against Salernitana And say With two victories For Sassuolo Including a 5-0 victory In the reverse fixture, bro So earlier this season, Sassuolo beat Salernitana 5-0 Now they're out here losing 3-0 Salernitana have set a new club record for games unbeaten in Serie A They have lost none of their last eight league games With two victories and six draws Previously doing so between April and May of 2022 Under David and Nicola And they have never gone eight games in a row Without losing in the top flight prior to now. Holy so shit. the last time they even got remotely close was during the miracle of last season. So good job again Sousa you're doing very very well. Sasuolo's players have made this is a, a stat I prepared specifically for you bro. Are you going to trigger me? No actually it's it's, it's a very positive stat. Sasuolo players have made 110 ball carries ending with a chance created and say so, yeah, this term. Interesting stat very specific but it's 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 fun. Yeah. Um, only fewer then two teams in Europe's top five leagues Oh boy Those teams are Real Madrid with 124 Oh and shit And Paris Saint-Germain with 123 Look 100 at fucking go, huh? That's Sassuara there 110 ball carries ended and a chance created That's all That's Maxime Lopez, Fratesi, the Oriente, Berardi yes, All those guys driving and releasing No, yep. That's a fun one over here um, Salernitano on the other hand Are the side with the fewest ball carries leading to a chance created In say this season with 50 so, yeah <sighs> Now, uh, three <coughs> Let's go So, for Salernitana, It was a 3-4-1 formation With Ochoa in goal The Mexican legend Mercurial player over there Pirola, Ghiomber and Lovato At the back with Brada on the left Costanos on the right Koulibaly and Villena in the middle Boatheim and Kandreva Played behind the prolific Bulaye Dia For Sassuolo It was a 4-3-3 formation With Consili in goal Olian as the right-back, Rogerio on the left-back, Ferrari and Tresoldi as a centre-back partnership with Fratesi, Maxim Lopez and Henrique as the midfield trident with Bayrami out on the right, Lariete on the left and Defrel up front. Now, the action started nice and early in the ninth minute when gombe headed a long throw to Pirola, who headed the ball into Consili who reacted like a schoolgirl who's just seen a cockroach. Um, off training ground routine Long throw Header-header goal Yeah Header across the face of goal You know yeah. that, that's a, that was a nice goal yeah. By Salernitana The type of goal You'd expect a team That's fighting for survival To score Now these are kind that's of the, phys- That's
1: such a physical team As well Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It, It's the type of goal That you um, You can score against any team you know, you, you go up against a top team, these routines are what can keep you afloat. So, very nice to see you over there. In the 20th minute, some very good Salernitana link up play with Dia moving cleverly along the defensive line. So, Bottom heading it through to Dia, who shot the ball into Consigli and therefore into the back of the net. Um, another error by Consigli over there. In the 65th minute, there was some more champagne football by Salernitana As they linked up very well And cherried off this beautiful piece of play With a Kullibaly snipe from a distance What a goal into the bottom left corner, bro Sure was That was game, set, match What's the tennis term? Is that it? Game, set, match That is the match That is the term, sorry I don't don't play tennis
1: I don't either (laughs) Fuck tennis yeah, it's all about handball, right? It sure fucking is. Boy. I so
0: enjoy handball and PE at school, by the way. Yeah, yeah, always. Um, yeah, bro. So as a Sassuolo fan, please. Yes,
1: the stage well, is yours. I mean, there's. I don't think there's so much to really comprehend here as such. I feel like this is classic Sassuolo. Always better at the bigger games. always always, always more more turned on for the bigger games. And these are the games which tend to be the Achilles heel of of this club, and I feel like it's very hard to put a finger on the reason why. However, I really do believe that um, basically, basically, the the, the we, we, we mentioned it last week, and I I, I feel like. The fullbacks are just not up to par. Yeah, I'll I mean, keep, I'll keep, on G8, I'll right? keep saying this the whole. I'll keep saying this for years to come. If this is the same full backs I see next year, they're just not up to par. Uh, a goalkeeper who's looking worse than he looked in the last four seasons I've that been he watching has ever looked. I've never seen Consilium this bad. To be fair, he is getting older, yeah. so so that is something to 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 to. to Factor in. I think he's now thirty-seven. Yeah. So so you know, age does start to to catch up. Catch up, yeah. And I, and I feel like one other issue is, although I mentioned how good it is to have Berardi and Lorienta in the same squad on two different wings, giving problems for for um, for teams. Basically, the issue, really, the the, the situation that that that's us all are in, are is in, is the fact that this season is the left wing, which is an issue which yeah. w- w- for, for opponents. Last year it was the right wing. Berardi has been so struck by injuries this yeah, year he's that he's blessed. he's not been able to he's not been able to, to to catch a break. And whenever he does play, he's always fundamentally. Is, is a catalyst yes, you know yes. and that that gives space for Lorienté to 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 have to have more more chances on goal and that gives the, that, that that gives the team a whole different a whole different dynamic and, uh, and uh, again again it's also boiling down to the fact that the strikers are just
0: again not good enough not good enough it's yeah.
1: not good enough i mean uh, it's, it's 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 just
0: Pinamonti was meant to be the, was meant to be the guy, and De Frel is playing instead of him. Alvarez was I, meant to be the promising player who might have a breakout season. He's
1: barely featuring. I mean, Dionisi said that. Uh said that, that, that uh, Penawanti is a player who, who constantly tries to improve or constantly tries to, to, to achieve his goals he's very impressed by him but uh, quite frankly I'm just not impressed now uh, I, I really hope that it's the case that it's, just, it's, just, it's, a, it's a one bad season and next year we see a different player but you know uh, yeah. time will tell
0: I just know during the fantasy football auction next year you're going to be bidding for him um <laughs> Sassuolo bro And have a fly In my wine Go fuck yourself (laughs) That's extra protein Lucky where's mine That was a classic joke It's like Waiter There's a fly In my drink Shh, The others will want one too Um, (laughs) Bro Judging by the season Sassuolo have had This season Do
1: they strengthen Or weaken next year Well I mean I think Fratesi Is a foregone Conclusion That he's leaving The club Yeah so that's already a weakened side. Now, now the, 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 there's money in the bank for this club. The, 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 there should be. Money in the nobody bank. can tell me that they have money issues. They fucking sold so many fucking players. <laughs> in the supermarket Lidl. <laughs> yeah, they are fucking Lidl. Um, my only worry is that I don't know. Actually, I I I I feel that. It's so hard to say with this club what's going to happen. I feel they—they they certainly have weakened,
0: right? No, in they in the past. In the past few years, since their Caputo days, I feel like they've been weakening every year, slowly, slowly. Ever since that Europa League season with with the um, Francesco now yeah. granted, of course, that was they overachieved, so every season is going to be worse. But I feel like not only has it been worse every season, but it's been worse and worse. And worse Now yeah. is there a risk That this team Hellas Verona Is way down to the bottom
1: I don't think so. Because Hellas Verona Is way down to the bottom Becomes a, a low mid-table team Yes Very likely And I I, I, I feel if I was Carnivagi Carnivelli um, Carnivores I would be worried about the the state of my club because you know um, it needs to be strengthened, and uh, I really fucking find it so almost disrespectful for football to be too much like a business. Yeah, yeah. You know, as in like, okay, I know you need to make money. I know you need to, you know, you need to keep keep the shareholders happy, but you know. To keep the fucking fans happy as well
0: Exactly All four of them
1: All four of them So They've weakened Um, I don't have high hopes For for what happens In the transfer market But I I sure as hell hope That we see some improvement Because they're a team Which has so much promise Even Even this year Yes And they can certainly Break the
0: bank If money had If money were to prove To be an issue Which shouldn't be From the sales of No Raspadori Traore, Scamacca, bro, honestly, who else is left? Like, there's so many players that they've sold over the yes, years. Yes. Caputo, even they cashed in on him at yes. the perfect time, it yes. feels like. Um, they mm-hmm. can, they, Juricic. Yeah, Juricic. They, they can still cash in on the likes of Fratesi, Lauriente and Berardi. Worst case scenario. But it feels... Like, and Maxime Lopez. It seems like those four right now are a level above the rest. He, yes, they are. So, So the problem is... What if they cash in on two of these guys And don't replace them adequately You're just losing your stars slowly, slowly So far, the replacements have always put in a shift They've always been dependable L'Oriente was one of the signings of the, of the season yeah, yeah, he so, was So, so yeah We'll see what happens with Sassuolo Currently, they sit in 13th with 40 points While their opponents in Salernitana this game sit in 14th with 33 points They have managed to close the gap to merely 7 points between 14th and 13th
1: Impressive from Salernitana Depressive from Sassuolo And off we go into the next game My transitions have been absolutely wild in this game (laughs) Jake (laughs) Fennett Off we go To Udinese Versus Cremonese A solid 3-0 victory For the Udinese side And um, Two teams Which came in With absolutely equal form Both Coming in With two wins One draw And two losses Udinese Faced Cremonese And the head-to-head Could not have been More in favour of Udinese If they wished With three wins And six draws Between the two sides Should have given them Confidence Coming in To this one Some stats for you guys At home As I had to say Only Troyes If I'm pronouncing that well With Troyes Troyes They're a French club Ah. Don't bloody tell me Where they are from You're talking about (laughs) Troyes Only Tron, <laughs> With 9 Have drawn More home games Than Udinese With 8 Including 4 Of their f- last 5 Home matches In the top flight This season In each of their Last 11 league matches At the Dacia Arena The Bianconeri Have scored And conceded At least One goal <clears throat> Since the start Of March Only Armand Longhante Has With 6 um, uh, with six appearances Three goals and three assists Sorry With six in total Three goals and three assists Has been involved in more Serie A goals Than Cremonese's serial A Desserts Wow Four Thanks to three goals and one assist Damn Would you have believed those two players were Going to be the two I mentioned With <laughs> that stat
0: Definitely not <laughs> <laughs> but particularly oh,
1: desserts. Huh? Oh boy, a triple. Oh baby, a triple. Oh baby, a triple. Um, some notable changes for this team for this game. Excuse me, with success coming in for the uh, still ill Beto. I think he's been uh, he's been having uh, some some issues, sickness wise. He's not been fully fit. Piquel coming in. For Benassi, excuse me, Benassi coming in for Pickel and Boyanuto coming in for Galdamez. Yes. Uh, Notice
0: how much harder this gets for the both of us the further along we go and the more we drink.
1: I am absolutely plastered. <laughs> this rosé has has gotten me fucking. It's, it's sneaky, dude. It's, dude, it's sneak not sneaky. On you. I drank this
0: and I'm fucking going already. I <laughs> can't. Okay. No, but... I didn't think it, it,
1: it affected me so know. much till I, bitched, till I got up for and a and piss you bitched about this rosé Yeah, yeah, it. yeah I was
0: like, oh, I don't normally drink rosé It's not strong enough for me mm-hmm. And boy, were you wrong Was I wrong? Here I am, drunk like a white girl at the beach On a summer's day, am
1: I on right? On a summer's day and goddamn I'm gonna continue this, <laughs> this this line up hey. So, as for lineups, we have Udinese fielding at 3 5 2 with Sebastian goal. Rodrigo Becao, Bijol, and Perez rounding out the defense. Udoji, Lovrich, Wallace, Samarzic, and Uzebi in midfield. Pereira and Success finalizing the strikers. We have Tsaidu, we have Desers for. Cremonese in attack. We have Boyanuto, Meta, Castagnetti, and Benassi in midfield, and Sir Nicola Bianchetti, Vasquez, and Valeri in defense, with the Carnesecchi in goal. I feel like these breaks when I speak really help me to to make sure the next word I say doesn't fuck me up. <laughs> these breaks are really like if you're ever giving a speech or you pause or or you're ever like you know in a presentation. And you 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 you're trying to like you know, speak without too much ums or buts or ifs and that's and whatever's. Just pause, pause and, and wait, yeah, yeah. and it will come. Yeah. That's the what she more, said. The more you,
0: <laughs> the more you like try to speak in a fast way to appear more confident, confident, more intelligent. The more you're gonna um, in what St- is there's a there's an expression. There's a lot of The more you're gonna slip where it's dry.
1: Yes, quite frankly do you slip where it's dry, Jake? Bro. I do fucking wet where it's dry, bro. Can we call Sarah and ask if that's... <laughs> <laughs> Never mind.
0: Let's go. Let's go. I'm
1: As for... As for the match highlights, this the first goal of the game came in the second minute... After a lovely one-two between Lovric and Samarjic, Samarjic gave him space and time to curl an outside of the foot shot into the bottom right-hand corner. The goal of the week. Lovely goal. There were a couple of chances for Udine to get another goal in between the first and second. Mrs. for Udoji and Lovridge kept the game 1-0 until then. The scorer of the first goal was the assister in the second goal. Uh, is it assister a word? Assister, Assist- make- I'm sure. I, I would consider it to yes. be a word. He considered it to be a word and consider it, I shall. 0-2, two, so 2-0, two I always do this fuck up. 27th minute, Samar just crosses the ball from a free kick into the Cremonese box, into Cremonese box. Perez gets on the end of it to score from the header to 0 Another player who looks very happy When he scores periods He does Not but feel good for him Yeah yeah He, he does He does had that fucking uh, Ecstasy looking face mm. uh, 3-0 Came just Nine minutes later After <coughs> Excuse me uh, Profiting Profiting Richly From what initially looked like An insidious long ball From Xhaka Bijol Isaac Zaxes darted through A gaping hole In Kramanis' backline And slotted home from basically inside the box, just outside the box, um, to to give the to give Udineza a three-goal cushion and solidify this win, success celebrated like he has just had his best orgasm he's ever seen in his entire life. I mean. He was happy. He was happy. He yeah, was surely yes. happy he after. Was, w- was certainly elated, no? he. W- oh yes. Yeah, yes, that would be elated as well. Yes,
0: per- perhaps it. an orgasmic goal for Isaac's success over there. But yes. you've got to, you've got to love when the opposition leaves you a nice gaping hole in the back. No. I love a gaping hole, Jake. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> one. It's a good one. It's so inviting, right? I love an inviting gaping. Yeah. Moist. Just gives you the opportunity to
1: go in and. Penetrate (laughs) Oh baby I penetrate Like no tomorrow But that's because There's a lot of space For me to penetrate Yes And that is because Cremonese were not Particularly good This game bro They were back to their Usual selves Of being subpar And basically Bending over And getting shafted There we go As I like to say The
0: innuendos Are no longer innuendos They are no longer subtle
1: They are Straight up in your face Let's get going Baby girls (laughs) Um, Anyways, my only point was actually this, that criminalist dreams have come back down to earth and comments all over their face. Thursday, I think, (laughs) Jake is trying not to choke himself. (laughs)
0: Thursday is D-Day. At this point, I'm just... How far along are we? We are one hour and 51 minutes in. Okay, so if you've made it this far, guys, honestly, I don't know how you've done it.
1: I don't know, and I think you definitely have come on your face if you have. (laughs) (laughs) Project Destroy Seiya Spotlight Complete, bro. I think that there's so much come that... (laughs) is just <laughs> absolutely done
0: it's done bro the laptop's no longer working
1: um, uh, for Cremonese uh. <laughs> Cremonese I I I marked down that Thursday is the day for them mm. I feel like if they can somehow spring through a miraculous victory against Fiorentina there may be one last glimmer of hope for this club mm-hmm. to not get relegated, yeah. but, but I feel like Thursday will then, will then solidify the way this team approaches the last few games yeah. of the season and how their form will be coming into it and how their philosophy will be yeah. and two, mentality.
0: Two victories yes. in the next seven games will decide everything. Be it sure if Cremonese gets them, be the Verona gets them. Yes. To a certain extent, even if Sampdoria managed to get three victories at the end of the season Keep and the Gini others do no no, no 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 it might be. Uh, oh no they they've looked fucking the, terrible. The, Honestly. Yeah. They just can't get it over the line. No, they can't. Yeah. They, they, they just can't get it in. They just don't know. <laughs> they just they just lost the the Street smarts It takes to win Right uh, they've, they, lost they've, lost, things, they've lost many things They've lost many things And they're lost, in virginity As well There we go <laughs> they, they've, they've lost a lot Sampdure <laughs> um, Sitting dead loss. Who would have thought A couple of seasons Back where they had Quariel as a top scorer Oh yeah And they were doing so well And now the club Is just sunk Into this deep 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 dark hole <sighs> You are are something else (laughs) That wasn't even intention
1: (laughs) Don't you dare Fucking tell me That wasn't intention Am I saying deep seven times Okay the amount of innuendos (laughs) Seven minutes. I'm gonna make me piss myself <laughs> <laughs> to round off this game. We have Udinese sitting in ninth place with 42 points, and Is sitting in 19th with 19 points. Yeah.
0: Fortunately for you, this is the last game we're gonna be covering, guys. This is Sampdoria one, Spezia one. On paper, relegation six-pointer. Therefore, there's about an 80 percent chance that this match ends in a draw. <laughs> and This over. <laughs> This over here was a Ligurian Derby. Derby di Liguria. You know, there are quite a few of these. And they're always spicy, these Ligurian Derb derbies, particularly a Sampdoria genoa That's my favorite one. It's a shame that they're in different divisions right now because it's always fun to watch. Spezia have earned 26 uh, points so far this season, fewer than in the previous two seasons in the top flight after the opening 30 games. On the other hand, Sampdoria have picked up 16 points, their lowest tally at this stage of the Italian flight campaign Italian top flight campaign rather Um, Sampdoria have never achieved so few victories after the opening 30 games of the season guess how many games Sampdoria have won this season five three no three games three Three games three games fuck me three games bro now um, Sampdoria and Spezia are two of the three teams that have used the most players in Serie uh, this season. Yeah. Um, Sampdoria have used 37 players. They've deployed they've deployed 37 men, while Spezia have deployed 34 men. Among them, there is Hellas Verona who have deployed 36 men. Um, Tons of men. It's a lot of men, bro. So, fine Bukaki, whatever. And Sampdoria <laughs> played with. Rob- I didn't know where you were going there. Yeah. <laughs> Sampdoria played with Ravaglia on goal in their 3-4-1-2 formation with Amione, Gunter and Murillo at the back. Sorry, I didn't get the memo. <laughs> Gunter?
1: Uh, <laughs> Gunter's at Sampdoria? Apparently so. Since when? <laughs> Since Verona said take him. Wasn't he playing there, like last week? <laughs>
0: Apparently, uh-huh, they just shipped them off to the worst team in the league you know? Like, <laughs> here, this is where you belong, Gunther Enough own goals from you, my friend No, you're, you're sunk over this problem now <laughs> But yeah Augello was on the left with Zanoli on the right Harry Winks and Rincon were the midfield double pivot With Larry playing behind Lammers and Gabbiadini Zoet was in goal for Semplici's 4-3-3 formation for Spezia With Amian and Bastoni playing as the fullbacks. Visniewski and Nikola were the centre back partnership with Egdal, Esposito and Burabia playing in the middle. Gazi as right midfielder, Maldini as left midfielder, and Nzola up front. We often shit on Esposito over here. We often say that he um You know, we talk about how he went to Spal, thought he was bigger than everyone else and was shipped off. Um, he was wearing the captain's arm and, and he was a man of the match performance this game he was quite good cleared the ball of the line as well contributed greatly to the play was a very good player 23rd minute um, Augello gave a corner one of the bright sparks of Sambler the season it's a shame they're going to lose him for free if they get relegated for free for a lower amount if they get relegated um, he delivered a perfect corner to Amione who managed to get a header in the goalkeeper got a touch of it but it was too powerful and rico- ricocheted off the post and in a rare goal for Amione and you can see what it meant to him in the 59 minute Verde put himself in a good position and was picked out by Simone Bastoni and headed it home. This was an action-packed game with loads of chances both ways. There were deflected free kicks that flew towards goal. Long-range efforts, but Bastoni stretching, but just couldn't get at the end of Verde's cross. Uh, the sposit clearing Lammers shot off the line it was action-packed. This was a pretty, pretty good game, dude, for a bottom um, tier. Game. You could tell how, how important it was for them. You could tell, yes, yes, it's it's do or die, right? At this it's point. do or die, yeah. And none the, of them
1: definitely Spezia were the the happier. Yes, this exactly.
0: That's what I was going to say. And towards the end, you can tell that um, Spezia were were fine with with these points. they Sampdoria A victory for Sampdoria Would have put Spezia In a bit of an awkward spot Right For Spezia The important thing now Is not to lose To try to gain As many points as possible Slowly slowly One point here One point there And try to stay afloat Perhaps one victory Could do the trick If you get three draws Along with it You know But yeah bro um, That's basically it Not much to say About this game Part of the fact That it was action Pact, um, Spezia currently sit in 17th with 27 points, where Sampdoria sit dead last with 17 points. Thank you very much. Mint, how, how, do, you, how do you think this went. I think I think we started off fantastically I think
1: that this was probably We, we started off brilliantly uh-huh. And it's just been progressively worse Downhill right And, I, and I, I think the last 10 minutes have been an absolute disaster yeah. <laughs> But I'll be honest with you Although there were a disaster I've never laughed so hard on this podcast Same, and then In the last 10 minutes Same I, uh, Honestly look Last season was the Masterclass
0: It was the Mint of Masterclass Last episode, sorry It was It was I think our best episode together I think so, yes This episode was the the last hurrah It was a bit of fun, no? Yes You've done five in a row It it needed a bit of a celebration Yes And this was it Apparently it took some rosé To have us giggling like Two little sluts Now
1: (laughs) (laughs) And boy did we giggle Um, I'm really, really hoping That I didn't destroy this whole thing uh, I am a bit plastered I'm going to be honest with you um, I hope I've been At least Partially Or, or, or Quarterly uh, Coherent Throughout this whole thing <laughs> Likewise brother I, I hope du- people understood I, the- Where they came from the d- I'm sure they did I doubt it um, On my end But I'm really grateful To have been uh, been A part of this It's always fun It's always fun To, to, to come and chat with you And to, and with Matt So um, So Thanks uh, and with that, I I, I hope everyone uh, appreciates all the hard work that Jake and Matt uh, put in every week to to get these to get these highlights and and, and discussions going for you. I've had to, to to pitch in the last few weeks, and it, it is actually quite a lot of work to do uh, for a job which is you know a hobby at the end of the day. Yeah. So 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 yeah, I mean kudos to you and to Matt for 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 being so consistent and 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 uh, I wish you both the The best of success as they say Thank you very much bro The flowers are very much appreciated Enjoy them. I love you bro I love you too my friend
0: Thank you very much guys We've been Serious Spotlight Feel free to follow us At Serious Spotlight On TikTok Instagram Twitter Wherever you get your podcasts Give us a 5 star review If you think we deserve it If we don't Give us a 1 star No problem We love you anyway Thank you very much Bye 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 bye